Hi, and welcome to the Black and White Podcast, where we speak radical grace, raw truth, and real hope in a gray world. I'm your host, Denise Pass, with my fun co-host. We'll call you fun today. (laughs) (laughs) And we are excited to have you with us this month as we continue focusing on real womanhood. You know, Micah, it kind of makes me think of commercials I remember watching when I was growing up. I can bring home the bacon fried up in a pan (laughs) and never let you forget you're the man because I'm a woman. (laughs) Whatever it was. But sometimes I feel like we have to be superwoman to be a godly wife and mother. But today we open this topic with a verse I love that quiets my soul when I feel stressed out as a mom and a wife. It's out of Proverbs 31, verse 25, the New Living Translation. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. I love the fact that the Proverbs 31 woman is laughing. Now, the Proverbs 31 woman is not just one woman, and let's be real, she had servant girls. (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes life is so hard and we feel a pressure to look and be a certain way as women and feel like we are falling short. And then there are subcultures that try to define our womanhood, like the feminist movement. When we think about the expectations our culture places upon us, body image has been a big one. How do you approach that expectation, Micah? Wow, this starts so young, Mm -hmm. right? It starts Mm -hmm. so young. So my girls are 10 and 12, and they are bombarded already with body image, right? And now, thankfully, we are in a season of healthy body image, I think, you know, and I think that we've done our best to try to steer them in the right direction, but we've got a lot of years ahead of us, Mm -hmm. right? And our culture is... So firm. I remember as a young girl seeing the magazines in the Walmart checkout line, you know, and thinking, wow, you know, how does her stomach look like that? (laughs) Wow, you know, her face is so smooth. I wonder what kind of makeup that is, right? Yeah. And so we have these expectations to look airbrushed. Yes. And now with the filters on social media, you know, we can portray ourselves any way we want. And then we are waiting for the likes and the hearts and the thumbs ups, right? And we're waiting for people to approve mm-hmm. the appearance. And so I feel like our, our girls are totally being like hijacked from reality. Mm. And they're losing that sense of, you know what, God created you in his image and you are beautiful just the way that you are in that eye color and that hair color and that skin, you know, in that body shape, all of those things were designed by God. And those are beautiful, good things. Our standard doesn't have to be the magazine because that's fake, right? Amen. And it's so hard as a mom in this culture. And I feel like even in the culture that I grew up in to teach our children, what true body image, the true expectations that we can have on ourselves to be just healthy, well-rounded people. Yes. You know, when you're talking about those magazine covers, we had a policy. We would always flip them around. The oh, I love that. <laughs> I love it. But we flip it and the backside's worse. I'm like, ah, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so my kids always knew and they got into that pattern too. We're like stuffing stuff in front of pictures we don't want to look at. And part of it was we didn't want to be violated. But another part was we knew, that's not reality. But then, you know, I can feel conviction as a woman because, you know, with our ministry, we're out there in public, and you get your pictures taken because it's part of the, what you do. Oh, and they're going to edit the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be real here. You know, and I'm like, 
there's been some times I'm like, you know what? That really doesn't even look like me anymore. <laughs> but why don't we just go back to me? Yeah. You know, and so, but with my daughters too, we've definitely had um, times where they have, I've noticed, been insecure and, oh, we have to look a certain way and fashion is mm. something too. I want to dress in purity. I want to model that for my daughters. But, you know, it is challenging. But I, I love that this verse says she is clothed with strength and dignity. You know, it isn't saying she's wearing the hippest threads. No. <laughs> Now, I do like to, you know, if we're going to go out, you do want to. I'm not saying we have to dress in rags, okay? But we can't worship at that altar. Right. Yeah. You know, I always tell my girls, you know, you, your face is way too cute for people to be looking at your booty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, because the shorts these days are just oh, so tiny. Gosh. You know, they're just so teeny tiny. And, you know, I don't have a specific length where we measure. Or we say, you know, they have to be this this long. But I, I ask my girls, I say, when you see someone and they're dressed in clothes that we would say are inappropriate, yeah. what's the first thing you look at, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the situations we were talking about, my daughter was like, well, her booty. <laughs> And I was like, okay, well, her face is way too pretty for you to be looking at her booty. Yes. So let's not draw attention to that part of our body, right? Yes. You know, another thing that is rising in our culture as far as expectations in womanhood is the expectation to be successful. Mm. You know, in this day and age, it's be a successful entrepreneur, be a successful blogger, have the perfect Joanna Gaines dream home, you know, (laughs) have the perfect kids with, you know, the cute, adorable clothing. And there's nothing wrong with having nice things. There's nothing wrong with being successful. But realistically, how do we measure our success? And how do Mm. we live with the right expectations, with all of these expectations bombarding our culture. That is a really good topic too, because I, I can tell you again, you know, I'm the real, I'm just being real again, people. <laughs> but you know, when I started my blog post and it was my husband and my mama liking it for like the first two years. And you know, my <laughs> expectation was everyone's gonna be like, wow, you know, Denise is just writing about Jesus. Let's all run and read it. And you know, my mom even said sometimes she didn't have time to read it. <laughs> You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So maybe success, you know, the Lord has just shown me, you know, even writing the book Shame Off You this year, I realized I felt shame at times that, oh gosh, I only got two likes on that. And thank God for his mercy and that he just showed me and just let go of that. What really matters is being faithful. That is success. And only God can enable us to do that. You know, what he is calling us to, he's going to enable us to do and what it looks like and what he wants to do with it. You know, if we're just faithful, God is the one who determines the outcome. That's right. That's right. You know, we get so mixed up, even in our Christian circles with success, Mm -hmm. because we're challenged to rise above the crowd. We're challenged to gather our tribe and when we do, that is deemed successful. Right. But my husband has reminded me from day one when I felt like and really f- knew that I was called to have some sort of personal ministry. My husband reminded me, Micah, if one person reads it yes. and is helped, mm-hmm. then that is success. Mm-hmm. You know, how dare we measure ourselves by ourselves, right? That's right. the wrong measuring stick. And sometimes God calls us to smaller things, mm-hmm. and success isn't seen by everyone. 
and that's okay. We have to be secure in the success that of obedience, right? Yes. And if success is dependent upon my performance, it's man-centered. It's an expectation driven in pride. But success as God sees it is so very different. And I, I love what you're saying about Christian circles because we really can feel that pressure. And that's a man-centered focus. You know, we have to constantly point ourselves to what God has called us to. Um, so another expectation kind of sagging with that is popularity. And this has been such a struggle. As humans, we just want to be known and accepted. But the reality is that there are cliques, even in church, and everyone is not going to like us. Oh, no, they're not. (laughs) No, no. Oh, this is so hard because, you know, I'm one of the, I'm a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. I want people to like me. Yeah. I think a lot of people are, right? Most yes. people aren't like, oh, I hope everyone hates me. <laughs> no. We want to be liked. Um, and in the church, we want to be liked. Mm-hmm. But I've learned, you know, in a leadership position, sometimes there's some hard calls that have to be made and some decisions that have to be made. Or there are decisions that are made that are even, you know, not under our responsibility, but people think they are because we're the pastor. It's so funny. Everybody thinks I know everything. They'll come to me and be like, oh, could you tell your husband? And did you know about? And I'm like, could you just email my husband? Like, I don't work for the church, right? (laughs) But everyone is not going to like us. And that is okay. The measuring stick here is, are we doing what God has called us to do? Mm -hmm. And are we doing that in grace and in love? And if we are, then we can be confident that God can take care of the outcome. I love in Psalms that God sets a table for us in the presence of our Mm, enemies, mm -hmm. right? So if we are following His direction in His call, even in the midst of our enemies, we can be at peace. That is beautiful. And I think even the expectation of just being a Christian woman, you know, sometimes when we accept Christ in our lives and we grow, we think that things are going to be peaceful. You know, maybe there's some background music, (laughs) strings playing. (laughs) But the reality is a spiritual battle is going on all around us. There's a battle for our family, a battle for our church. And as a Christian woman, if we have the expectation that life is going to be easy, we're going to really, we're deceived. And we're going to be disappointed. But when I have my expectation in the Word of God that, oh, wow, I'm going to face some troubles in this life. Jesus promised I would. So I can expect that. That leads me to a more positive outcome than expecting everything to go my way. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's this is so key here because our expectations, if they are so out of this world, right? Mm -hmm. Like if we have expectations that are beyond any reality, we're always going to be disappointed. And it's not that we live in a doomsday thinking, oh, what's going to happen bad next? But it's the reality of knowing that bad things happen to good people. Yes. Right? Bad things can happen and they are going to happen. But when they do, What's our foundation? Mm. Our foundation is that Jesus Christ, we trust Him beyond our understanding, like it says in Proverbs, right? Because that's where that peace that passes understanding is going to come from when I exercise the trust in Him. Yes, and the expectations we have are that our God will take everything, everything we go through and use it for our good and His glory. I don't know how He does it. 
but he does time and again. And so that is the realistic expectation. It doesn't mean we will be spared from hard times, but it does mean our God is for us and he will be with us in the middle of it all. Yeah, it makes me think of that song, The God of Angel Armies. Oh, yes. He's, you know, it's always on our side. It's straight from mm. scripture, you know, but we in this spiritual battle that we face, we have the power that we need. Yes. And so it's up to us if we exercise our trust and accept the power of God in our lives. So as we move along, how do we live in this world with the social media influence, with the Pinterest perfect pressure? (laughs) How can we not have those unrealistic expectations in our roles as a woman? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you've hit on something really good here. Um, We fulfill so many roles as women, so many. And the way we fulfill those roles is going to look different than someone else. You know, if we think, we look at Pinterest, that's fine. We can get ideas. I'm not going to, you know, say don't look at Pinterest or anything. But I have to silence the noise of the world with God's Word. I feel it strongly. You know, this pressure to compare or the weight of judgment from others. When you stick yourself out there to do what Christ told us to do, to go and share the gospel, you will encounter people who just want to bring you down. But as daughters of the King of Kings, that role right there as a woman is the greatest. We truly just need to remember that our identity is in Christ alone. It's so true. I love what you said. We need to silence the noise of the world mm-hmm. with God's word. Mm-hmm. How powerful. Mm. Because we are gorging on information every day. Yes. So the noise is so loud. Although it's silent through our cell phones, right? (laughs) It's so loud and it consumes so much of our time and our energy mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. We don't even realize that all the things we put in are bleeding into our spiritual life. Yes. So if... If we really want a different result, then we have to put in different information, right? Mm -hmm. And so that different information is God's Word. Are we looking to God's Word as our measuring sticks as women, right? Are we measuring ourselves by God's Word rather than each other? Or are we comparing ourselves by ourselves? The Bible says those who compare themselves by themselves are not wise, right? It's so, so clear. We can find true identity. We can find our help, our hope, everything that we need in Christ alone. But we've got to shift our focus and shift what we're feeding on and what we're putting in. You know, today, the radical grace is that God will fulfill His expectations through us. I love that because it's not our expectations. Mm. Mm. It's Mm -hmm. His, and they're so different. The real hope is that sometimes God calls us to smaller things, and success is not necessarily going to be seen. You've been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth. The raw truth is that the feminist movement is not where we find our identity as women. Christ is. We find our identity as daughters of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and that is our greatest role.